New study by Otago Uni finds exercise before surgery may actually help with recovery. More than 800 patients undertook high-intensity interval training across 12 studies, and researchers found more than a 50% drop in post-operative complications. Well, with me now is lead investigator Dr. Carrie Clifford. Morning to you. Good morning. How does it work? I mean, first of all, high-intensity training, this is short bursts of exercise, right? Because I would have thought preoperative patients, are, you know, should be relaxed and calm. Wouldn't that raise the, the heart rate before surgery? That's exactly what we're trying to do. So if we can raise the heart rate, that means that we can help them use their oxygen um, more efficiently. And if they can do that, then they can heal better after surgery. Does that include patients having heart surgery? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So The only people we couldn't include were people who had knee problems and couldn't cycle or people who had like heart conditions that meant they couldn't safely raise their heart rate. Right, so you mentioned cycling. I was going to ask what kind of high-intensity exercise they do. So they're on a spin bike, are they? Mm-hmm. And how are the high-intensity training for operations like, um, you know, lungs or liver or abdominal surgeries, how are they different or is it all the same? Um, so in our own study, so we did our own randomized clinical trial and we included people in all of those categories and they all received the same training. Um, but because we were looking at 12 different studies, they had slightly different training protocols. Like some people were asked to just um, like walk quickly to raise their heart rate. Um, and in these older populations, sometimes that's all it took. Um, but most of the studies used uh, cycling. Right. The training modality. How long are they cycling for and at what sort of speed? So it varies from person to person. So what raises one person's heart rate isn't going to raise another person's heart rate. And these are um, generally older um, people going for surgery, so they're sick. Um, so we would try to get, we would find their own baseline and take them where they're at and then ask them to kind of raise their heart rate by cycling more intensely um, for 30 seconds to a minute. So that's um, almost 90% of what their their maximum would be. Right. Um, it's just about where you would be puffed and not be able to have a conversation. Right. And then how are the reduced complications following the surgeries measured? So again, that would be different in every study, um, but we tried to standardize it. And in our own study, um, I personally would go through the patient's clinical notes and to make sure that any complications that were written down by the um, clinical care team were recorded. Um, generally, within 30 days, most um, complications are recorded um, in healthcare systems around the world, so they're not that hard to find. Right. Is this the sort of program that could be implemented nationwide? Because I, I, I just wonder whether it's a tough ask to convince people to, you know, jump into a little bit of HIT training before a surgery. <laughs> it sounds like it, doesn't it? But people are super motivated because it gives them a chance to actually actively participate in their healthcare. Um, I look, it is expensive um, to offer like supervised um, training for people, but it's super expensive to have complications um, during your hospital stay. So I think it is feasible to roll it out, you know, as a standard care. Yeah, it's a great idea. I 100% agree with you, Carrie. Thank you very much for being with us this morning, Dr. Carrie Clifford, who is Otago Uni uh, Research Fellow, the lead investigator on that one. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.